One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Bonfire, a podcast about female power, your power, and how to unleash it against the forces that oppose you in the workplace, in your life, in yourself. Our hosts, Rachel Bellow and Suzanne Mushin, are serial entrepreneurs and co-founders of, that's right, Bonfire, a talent accelerator for women on the rise. They're here to give you the kind of advice you won't get from your mom, or from HR, or even from the men we love and admire. Listen up. This is the sound of the fire that will set you free. Good morning, Suzanne. Guess what I'm not saying? Happy New Year. Correct. Because even though this is our first podcast of the new year, we're so far from the glow of Happy New Year that no, no, no glow over the glow, over the glow. But we do have a great show. This is our show that launches you into being your actual best self. Because Rachel and I created something a couple weeks ago that we think is going to be very transformative for you. It, it is already for us. I'm telling you, Suzanne, I'm using it and I'm really proud of us. I am too. So in a few minutes, we're going to reveal that for you, but let's talk about how we arrived at that. We each just have this habit of sending each other something New Year's profound or thoughtful. I mean, actually, Suzanne, this year, like often we don't even wait until January 1st. It's like, 930 right. on the de on December 31st because of course neither of us is going to wait up till midnight anyway so <laughs> no <laughs> no in fact the morning of the 31st I was planning your escape from your New Year's <laughs> Eve party true that's true yeah. but I did get that I didn't actually get your message even though you wrote it at 943 on the 31st I didn't get it until the next morning so it's it is always my first message of the year and I count on it yeah. So and it's it's usually the most profound. Like it, So the way we arrived at this exercise for you is that Rachel and I each send ourselves and, and we should probably read maybe a little excerpt from this year if that's not too, sure. too vulnerable. I'll read what I sent to you and you can read what you sent to me because it sets us up for the I, year. I think it's the truest thing we say all year. It's completely downhill from this message. The rest is a, is, is a lie. It's all a lot. It's all spin. Is all spin. Okay. So first of all, I wrote yours while I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself because I had not had one minute of alone time. And you know how when you're with your family, you're 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 with them. So like I was happy to be with my family, but I actually was sitting alone for the first time. And I was having a green juice, but I want to say, because I said it on this podcast, it was warm. It was not a cold green juice. So I made that clear to Rachel. 
So my mindset was happy. And I had just read this story from the Book of Awakening, which is a book that I read each morning with like a sort of profound, thoughtful, it leads to a meditation. And I read this story that really led me to rethink the way that Rachel and I talk about our relationship. And I will just read you that what I said to Rachel and why I thought this was so profound for us. First of all, I gave you a warning. I said, don't even think about telling me to shut up after I say this, which is what Rachel and I say to each other when we've said something profound. So here's what I wrote to Rachel. It was a story that went like this. For centuries, African Bushmen have greeted each other in this way. When one becomes aware of his brother or a sister coming out of the bush, he exclaims, I see you. And then the one approaching rejoices, I am here. This timeless bearing witness is both simple and profound, and it is telling that much of our modern therapeutic journey is suffered to this end, to who we are and where we have been seen. And so what I was saying to Rachel was, I really feel like our story, hers and mine, is that exact conversation. It is the story of two women who see each other. And, and actually, our first sighting yeah. at yeah. first sight yeah. was this profound feeling of that call and response of, I see you and you see me. And that I wanted to really begin anew in telling our women at Bonfire and others how important that is. Because so often we go through life and don't have that connection to another person who fully sees us. And I want our women to believe that that could be possible and true. So I said that to you. That was mine to you. Right. And I actually remember when I read it that I was worried that what you were going to bring up about the Bushmen was <laughs> what my ex-husband told me after he had lived in Kenya for a while that what they say on the street to each other in the in the morning is, is it open? Meaning, is your anus open? Have you taken a poop? And I was like, oh, please don't make Rachel. me do this every day, Suzanne. But no, it went to a deeper place. It was cool. Okay. And so my first text to you of the new year. So I got that. I was grateful. I did not say shut up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so if it's about seeing and being seen in the new year, that's an interesting call on oneself. Okay. Then I sent you, not realizing that these were connected or that this would form our podcast. I sent you Lena Dunham's oh, Instagram post so for good. the new year, which was really good and very so counterintuitive. Good. And, you know, look, there's plenty to judge about Lena Dunham and she knows it. And yet yeah. she just barrels forth with complete vulnerability. So she tells a story at the beginning. It's too long. And, but she tells a story about a woman at a pharmacy uh, and Lena Dunham is behind her and uh, she is buying lozenges and patches and everything to try to stop smoking. And when she passes Lena Dunham on her way out, she says, got to try, right? You got to try for the new year, right? And that sets Lena Dunham into thinking, wait a minute, I've been dogged by a feeling as real as any of the parts of myself I should be remodeling. I'm so fucking sick of trying. I'm not sick of doing or being or any other action verbs, but I'm sick of trying. And then she says, you know, I'm, I'm tired of being on a hamster wheel. 
And then she goes into her what if. She said, but what if you didn't have to try but could just be again? It's not giving up. It's giving into who you are and what your actual gifts are, your true powers, and letting go of that compare and contrast. So she then says, look, I've tried this. I've tried that. All year, I've tried to be vulnerable, but not cloying. I've tried to be this, but not that. And she says, by the metric of trying, I failed. But if I'm just being, then it's a dance. It's a back and forth, an in and out. It's possible and impossible, and it's all part of it. Yes, 2023, you can have this dance. So it's they, so good. It's really, it's, really yeah. good. And what you're saying is it's about being seen for who you are. That's the aphrodisiac that it goes all the way to the soul. And yeah. Lena Dunham is saying, but then you got to stop looking around the bend and going, you know what? My best me is going to be just around the corner. No, it's not. It's no. right here. And And what if? What if, Suzanne, and everybody listening, what if nothing about you fundamentally changed this year? What if the project were instead about accepting who you actually are? What if you stop saying, once this happens, then I will be fill in the yeah. blank, yeah. happy, relaxed, so much more available to you? Or once I fill in the blank, lose five pounds, improve my skin, stop eating gluten, get a new apartment, um, buy that new purse, then I will feel fill in the blank. You know what this reminds me of, Suzanne? What? Ugh. In the few months, like I think it was like six months before I got married, I was having lunch with my mother-in-law in New York. and my future mother-in-law. And she said to me, probably knowing something that I didn't, suspecting something that I did, she said, you know, the big test for me about marriage is ask yourself if your husband, your future husband, didn't change one bit over the course <laughs> of this marriage. Obviously, he's going to grow and become, but he's becoming more of who he is, not change at all. All the things that you think are going to change, those won't change, right? Would you still marry him? And I remember, I remember exactly that I was stepping off a curb going, no fucking way. Oh, I'm going to change him. Are you <laughs> kidding me? No way. And that's the problem. All right. So with that inspiring story for anybody who aspires to get married and then divorced um, <laughs> as context, Rachel, this reminds me, um, this whole idea of the trying reminds me of you once taught me about Zeno's paradox, which feels relevant. I, I never thought you listened to me, but I guess you do. So Zeno's paradox is actually a mathematical concept. It is illustrated by a wonderful story that stuck with me always. And it goes like this. So imagine standing, say, three feet from a wall, and you're going to take steps to get to the wall. 
except that you have to follow the following rule. Every step you take towards that wall has to be one half the distance of the step you took before. The fact is, Zeno's paradox is you'll never get there. You'll never get there because every step is a half distance of what you took before. And so until you get so close to the wall that you're infinitesimally close, and yet you'll never get there, right? And so that to me is exactly like trying. Yeah, keep thinking around the corner is around the corner is, but you just never get there. Wow. So let's get to this exercise. This is how we think about being this year the best version of ourselves. So here are the questions. Step one, what is one thing that you appreciate about yourself right now and that you are just going to mine the fuck out of that thing? Yep. That's number one. Not something you wish you were, Mm -hmm. not something you're aiming at, something you actually know about yourself right now. Number two, what is one thing that you are chronically trying to change and that for the next three months, you are just going to take your hands off that steering wheel? You're just going to sit in it. That is a really hard one, Rachel. Uh, That's hard for both uh, of us. But Taking your hands off the steering wheel of that thing about yourself that you're trying to change. Right. This is the trying part. Right. Yep. And then number three, name one feeling that chronically eludes you that you want to feel by the end of 2023. Regularly. That you want to be part of your regular feeling state in your Mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. Body. Okay. So Rachel, I'm going to take you through this and then you can take me through it. All right. Yep. Rachel, what is the quality about yourself that you are just going to mine this year deeply? This is a quality of myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. That you have right now. Okay. I, I am, um, obsessively curious. I am chronically, obsessively curious. And instead of letting that curiosity off the leash to just go wherever the fuck it wants to go, like it, not where it wants to go, but where it is tempted to go by Instagram, for example, (laughs) or, or on the internet down ridiculous, useless rabbit holes that that they're useless to anyone except you, but otherwise totally useless. I want to channel my curiosity, which is real, and it's like an engine, much more intentionally, mm. okay? Intentionally. Mm. Okay. Does that, does that work? Oh, that's good. That's okay. good. Although I'll miss some of those rabbit holes because they, <laughs> they lead me to good jeans, uh-huh. good, good pants, and mm-hmm. sometimes facial products. Okay. Now, what is one thing that you have your hands on the steering wheel of that you are going to release? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I pray pray on this that it is the one I hope you will say. Okay. Well, pretty ironically, what comes to mind for me is, so I moved into this apartment that I bought. Yes. We're on the same I bought it a year and a half ago, and I have not stopped 
uh, upgrading it, renovating it, doing shit to it, buying stuff, going, no, no, wrong rug, uh, wrong bed, uh, wrong sofa. uh, uh." It's like a money pit that is of my own making. And it's all about the fantasy that if I just do this, then, right? Okay. Okay. So So no more shit in my apartment. I'm just going to live because this is the metaphor, right? I'm going to live with what it is and live in it yes. for three months. Okay. 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 I love that. I love that. And then if those two things activate, in the case of your house, maybe deactivate, then what is the feeling state that you want to regularly have by the end of 2023 or over the course of 2023? Well, I was going to give an adjective like peace, which is very close to what the feeling is. But if I really think about it, Suzanne, all I want to be a chronic condition feeling state by the end of 2023 is that I am in my body Mm. because my body is present tense. Your head is either moving to the future or to the past, but your body is Mm. only present tense. So I want to be occupying where I am in my body all the time. And your somatic therapist will be the one to judge that. Yes, she will. Okay. I like this. Good. All right. Your turn. Your turn, baby. Okay, what quality of yourself, what native, organic, existing quality of yourself do you want to mine the shit out of this year? So this is ironic, like yours, and a little crazy, given my other profession, the other one not at Bonfire. But this is the non-ironic part. So I'm a very good reader. Yes, you are. <laughs> I am a very, I'm a voracious reader, but I'm also a deep reader. I, yeah. I, you use everything you read. But for the last, I don't know how long, I have had uh, literally on my to do list read <laughs> like it's a little thing I'm supposed to check Aww. off as if it's become something to get done rather than something I enjoy. So I want to go back to owning reading. And I say my other profession because I'm a professor. Like how crazy is that? That I'm like an academic professor who should be relying on that deep absorption of knowledge to absorb it in my soul, to give back as a transfer of knowledge as part of what I do. Like why am I not going into that part of me. Well, so what's so funny is you said it's pathetic. It's not pathetic. You were actually telling yourself what you now are telling yourself, which is, yeah. yes, no, read. really read, not like read. on a task list, yeah. but really read because I that's know. what you do. I know. God. Okay. So that's that's what I, that's for me. All right. Well, so then the next question is, what are you going to stop trying? Take your hands off the steering wheel for the next three months, just three months. What are you going to stop that you are constantly trying to improve, get better, go around the bend? 
Well, there's only one thing. Oh, I, can I hope it. I hope it's what I think it is. So it, it's just my body. Like it's yes. my body. There's no yeah. other way to describe it. Yeah. It's my my body, right? Yeah. And so I, I'm going to give a shout out to my nutritionist, Ben. Well, I get contact therapy from Ben because <laughs> you pass me everything he writes you. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is great. Yeah. I'm going to just try, not try. I have to use different language. I'm going to just let my body be my yeah. body. Yeah. I'm going to let my body tell me what to do. Yes. I already stopped coloring my base of my hair, hair. Yeah. to let me, myself go to whatever color my hair is. Yeah. Next frontier, my body. Okay. Okay. So what state, feeling state, are you wanting to have be by the end of 2023 as a constant chronic state of feeling? I am never calm. I'm never calm. I am either hyper aroused or hypo aroused. Yeah. I'm either too hyped up and, and, and anxious about things or I am disconnected from my body and in a state of like depression. Yeah. I, I'm never in equilibrium. Mm. So I just want to be in that state of calm that is neither of those things. So I don't know how to describe that. Well, well, you just did because the other two things connect directly to that. If you're either always desperately reaching for, right? Yeah. Or, you know, you know, judging what is, then you are never you're either hyper close to what you want or depressed about how far you are, but you're never just in it. Right. Yeah. Tom is just letting it be. Okay. Yes. But we are, we are going to hold each other to this, Suzanne. Oh, we yeah. might have to like on a future podcast. That's not oh, about. We're going to check in. Yeah. Yeah. So we've given you this framework, the three questions that you should be asking yourself. And we're really asking you to do what we just did so that you can start off. It's only two weeks into 2023. Start off your year doing what we just did. And it would be great if you had an accountability partner. Yeah. It'd be great if you grab yourself a, a friend, somebody else who should listen to this podcast and just try to be and then just be. Yep. Remember the three questions. What quality do you already own and that you are noted for? So it's been there a long time that you now want to be more intentional about. Okay. Intentional. And then the second is, what are you going to stop trying so hard in the next three months? Because that trying is causing you a lot of suffering. And then the third thing is, close your eyes and ask what the feeling state is that you long for and that you want to have be always there by the end of this year. Check, 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 check this out. Okay, let's check this out. Let's remind people that the things that we recommend right now, the things that we love that are on our radar, that we're either doing, buying, using, thinking about whatever, we are not being paid for. So Joy Creative Shop, Joy, Joy Creative Shop is this online creative, I'm very into stationery and paper goods. 
And you can create for yourself, this is a great thing for the new year, these to-do list type things that you can put on your desk, but they're totally custom. And you can design, you can put like, mine has like my name across the top. But what I love about them is they put you into different formats that, for example, aren't just like, here's what I have to do today. You can put on the side things like gratitude. So like three things you're grateful for. Or Or how are you going to intentionally mine the shit out of what you are? Exactly. Or what are you going to stop doing? So I have different versions of them. Like one has like, what am I going to do today? Primary calls and emails. But what I love about them is they're not, they don't give you that much space so that you have to be really focused and they're beautiful and fun to do. They also make a great gift. So I just think it's fun to do. I I did them for myself. Um, My son, Joey did one for himself. I think Ariel did them too. Super fun. Joy creative shop. All right. Mine is really funny. Okay. So I have them on. I will show you. They're the ugliest fucking things you've ever seen. They are these shoes. <laughs> Those are so ugly. I, they're so ugly. I never wear them outside. I wear them in the morning when I go downstairs to get, yes, the physical New York Times, because I do want to read the physical New York Times. And um, every time I wear them, well, I only wore them outside when I first got them thinking I could get away with it. But both my daughters were like, oh my God, get those off. But, but. First of all, they are the wait. Can you most- wait? You have to describe them because I just saw them. Okay, and other they people are. Can. They are these clogs. They are they're very, clogs. They're pretty expensive, but they're clogs. They. I don't know what magic they have in them, but you put them on and you. They have a very spongy quality. They're. They're like. Oh. 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 And you can definitely wear them outside. They're incredibly comfortable. It's. Um. They're uh, fit flops. Fit flops, okay. I, I, but I have no, here's I have the key. no words no, for this. No, here's the thing. So last night, Eden was over, and she was going downstairs to take something out for me. And I said, "You can borrow my fit flops." And she was like, "Oh my god, you're kidding!" And I said, "Just Eden, just put them on. Take your socks off. Put them on." She put them on. And she was like, "Oh my god!" And then she goes, "What does it mean here on the inside where it says microwavable?" And I'm like, "What?" And I looked closely and it says microwavable. So this morning I put them in the microwave. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. And I microwaved them for 30 seconds. And Suzanne, it was like or- an orgasm for my feet. It was unbelievable. For the next hour, my shoes were toasty, toasty warm and spongy and ugly. Okay, that is shit. kind of brilliant. That is yeah. kind of brilliant. I've never heard of that. So you can I've never your shoes. Fit flops. I, I don't okay. know whether they have to be this ugly, but okay. They can are. I just say that you really shamed me on this show when I recommended Crocs? Oh, this Crocs. No, no, they weren't Crocs, Rachel. They were my um the shoes with the straps that I love. Oh I, yeah. Oh god. Oh god. You were I, wearing I, those outside though. Yes, but I love them. And yeah. and I was I still do wear them in the summer. I can't remember what they are, but like you really shamed me. About I did. Those. I did, and I got shamed in in reverse for these shoes, but didn't stop me because I can okay. Them. I mean, I know fit flops with the microwave. I think aspect. we should just all put our shoes in the microwave to see what happens. <laughs> see if it works. <laughs> exactly. Just take a pair of shoes. Any shoes. Yeah. Game changer. Okay. Well, we've set you up for a good year ahead. So. um Good luck with that. We'll be back in December and um, wish you well. (laughs) 
um, somatically yours. Hey, thank you for listening to Bonfire. This podcast is a production of Bonfire Women Incorporated, bonfirewomen.com. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Bonfire wherever you listen to podcasts. We love hearing from you. Questions, quandaries, things you want us to talk about, anything. You can reach us at bonfirewomen.com slash podcast. The show is produced by Elizabeth Goldblatt, edited and engineered by Ryan Derringer at Welterweight Sound. The views, information, and opinions expressed during the Bonfire podcast are solely those of the hosts and do not necessarily represent those of the Bonfire Women, Inc. company and its employees. Thanks for listening.